You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Hey everyone, it's Tim, aka Darkness429, here to tell you about my new roast with King's Coast Coffee. Now, despite its name, the Darkness Blend is a medium roast that is smooth, crispy, and highly caffeinated. It's the best part of any day, so head on over to kingscoastcoffee.com and grab yourself a bag. Hey, it's Professor Broman. I hope you're enjoying the Rare Drop podcast. And speaking of podcasts, I wanted to make sure that you were aware of all of them on our network. We have The Jam with myself, Cathalian, and K-Magic 101, our weekly chat about all things ridiculous and the podcast about nothing. Then there's The Worst Radio Show, whose description is in the name, hosted by some of the most cynical nerds on the internet. And obviously, we save the best for last, the Broman Podcast, which delivers all things related to content creation and the business behind it. All these shows can be found on Facebook, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and most places where you find podcasts. Head on over to raredrop.co to check out more of what we're working on and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It's been two months uh, since we've uploaded something to the podcast feed, so thank you for being patient. While we worked, and welcome to episode 208, I believe. It's either 208 or 9. I had this memorized earlier. Kevin, which number is it? Uh, <laughs> Super professional. Uh, no, it's 208. 208. Um, welcome to episode 208 of the Broman Podcast. Uh, today, we're joined by uh, Kevin. You've heard him before, and now you're going to hear him again. Uh, Kevin or KMagic101 over on Mixer. Hi, Kevin. Hello. Are you streaming Hello. right now, Kevin? For anyone who's like, maybe no, wants to watch. No, no Kevin's all, not streaming. I'm all yours, baby. Oh, that is hot, dude. Um, so, so it's been a long time, and I was actually going to wait to bring back the podcast until we had the studio set up in the Rare Drop office, which we can obviously talk about a little bit later. But a lot of news happened this week in gaming that seemed really relevant to uh, what we almost always talk about on the podcast. So Kevin was like, look, we should really do an episode. And I was like, "Okay." (laughs) so um, we're going to talk about Mixer today. We're going to talk about um, all the different streaming platforms. And the reason that we wanted to make an episode specifically devoted to this is because arguably the biggest thing that has ever happened in the streaming space since it was founded um happened this week and that is ninja moved his entire brand over to mixer um so if you missed the news somehow or if this is your first time hearing about it which i find hard to believe because my dad texted me about it um (laughs) which is kind of my watermark for everyone should know this um Yeah, so my dad texted me about it. Ninja moved everything over to Mixer. Uh, His first stream on Mixer was also the first stream uh, that he did from Lollapalooza, which was already a big thing. Um, So uh, we're a few days into the move, which is great because it gives us some actual tangible numbers to talk about. Uh, His first day there, I think he hit 100,000 viewers once or twice. I was trying to pay attention. Uh, He also... There's a whole bunch of stuff to unpack with his move over there as well. So I guess the best way to start would be to just run down what happened. So he moved to Mixer. Mixer is giving everyone a free two-month subscription to his channel. Um, So if you go to Mixer.com slash Ninja right now, you can actually just sign up 
and get a free two-month sub to Ninja, which is kind of wild. Um, and they had a ton of promotional push behind him uh, on the platform, so he was on Xbox Dashboard, if I'm not wrong, Kevin? Yeah, there's two ways they promote people. There's a mixer tab where you, I think it's five streams now, mm -hmm. uh, will pop up, and that's based on an algorithm of your buying habits and your viewing habits on Mixer. Yes. Um, and then there's the actual Xbox dashboard. Like you hit the power button and, you know, gold is there and all that stuff. He was on the actual dashboard. Yeah, he was like, on the, <laughs> yeah. Folks in chat are saying I saw him on my Xbox home screen. Yeah. So he was on Mixer front page, the Xbox dashboard. Uh, people, anyone who had the Mixer app downloaded, which this was actually something I found really interesting got a notification that he was live even if they didn't have notifications turned on for the app i didn't have that uh you didn't get one okay so those people might not be telling a full story uh but mixer pushed very hard um on ninjas move over there which i i mean i think that you should there was a lot of narratives on the first day like i wonder how mixer streamers feel about all of this advertising they're doing about and i was like I would hope that every intelligent mixer partner would be really excited about the level of advertising because it's the whole move in my mind. And this is why I guess we'll start the conversation with Kevin, who is a mixer streamer chat. He's been over there for two years, almost year and a half, year and a half. Um, do you think that his move over there um, is a big deal? Let's just start there. As someone who's on the platform every single day, did you notice a change immediately? Yes, 100% is a big deal. It's news. It's obviously your dad texted you. So yeah. my mom texted me. So I, oh, uh, cool. All right. Lots of parent parental communication. Yeah, because it made it on every, you know, major news outlet. And mm -hmm. it, I'm sure it popped up in their Yahoo or AOL mail feeds and whatever. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it is a big deal. Uh, my viewership went up Im almost immediately. Uh, in two days, I got almost a thousand new followers. Uh, and my sub count went up. Like mm -hmm. every metric that you could possibly have went yeah. up. I had front page the morning that he was doing a Lollapalooza stream, and I had like 18 or 22,000 views. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Which is up now. How much is that up from average? Because a lot of people who are listening to this are thinking about <laughs> YouTube or Twitch. So the numbers are different. So, yeah. like, if you could talk. Try or try to talk in percent increases. I think sure. that would be the most effective language, so people really get a level of impact. I won't do percent on the fly because I'll fail miserably. Oh, but I'll sure, sure. Number to number. Sure. Uh, normal front page for me is anywhere from three to eight thousand. Sometimes you get like those cool days where you ten, twelve. Cool. But uh, this is that was the second best front page stream I ever had last year during Christmas during uh, New Destiny content. I was the best I ever had. I think I got sixty or eighty thousand in one sit. Uh, so it was the second best yeah. I ever had. Um, yeah, so it was good. New eyes, new everything. Uh, I saw the change immediately. I saw the change the next day. I'm still getting random follows. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's from Twitter and like people saying, oh, you should watch Kevin because he's been on Mixer, which has been coming up a lot, you know, mm -hmm. or I, I don't know what that's from. I honestly don't. Uh, I'll let you know tomorrow when I get back online what it looks like. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 definitely had an impact. Yeah. So um, so I think that's a that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have the discussion with Kevin present because he's 
you know, he lives there. He lives and breathes Mixer. He's there all the time. And, um, you know, everyone likes to opinionate, but ultimately what matters is what the core experience is for people who are there every day. Um, and so you've noticed a marked difference, like, since the move. Yes. Which is awesome. Um, yep. There's also, it's also brought a lot of attention to Mixer, too. Like, it was the number one downloaded app in the App Store the day yep. that he made the announcement. Like, either in the mm -hmm. U.S. or globally. Um, it was the it was the number one trending global topic on Twitter for, like, six hours. Yep. Everyone in the world was talking the most about that. Um, so I think... You know, I think like from a starting point, this is very it's a very big deal for the industry. And it's something that we've been talking about for a long time, whether it's on the jam or here. These are huge corporations that have a lot of money to spend. And one of the things that makes me excited about what's going on with Ninja is that now, like the ice has been broken on the idea completely. You know that money that money can be spent in the space to acquire talent yeah money can like yeah everyone's being you know officially it's like free agent season right yeah um and we've seen things like this before like uh you know kevin's open about a contract that he has to move over there and you know tim has moved to facebook and like a lot of other people before this have had various experiences about their moves over to uh over to the platform and so mm -hmm. I think like as a starting point, it's really interesting to see what kind of uh, what kind of long term change is going to be there as well. So that's the next question I wanted to talk to you about, Kevin. Do you think that like do you have an instinct about the long term effect of this on I Mixer? I or think I think the immediate growth for folks like me, like enjoy it and see how much will stick. Uh, the long term for me, I think a uh, uh, best case scenario, you know, average viewership goes up like five, ten viewers when the dust settles. Uh, and, you know, we continue as business business as usual. Subcat goes back to normal views, go back to normal, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I think some of the larger Fortnite creators there are going to see a lot of success, namely people like Jared FPS and Queen Eliminator, to name a few. Mm -hmm. Um people that are higher in the directory because now when ninja goes offline they're gonna want to go oh who else is over here um for the people that stick and stay for ninja which you know i don't know if you want to get into that now but i don't i also don't think like everyone that watched him on twitch is making the switch well i think that's I was, the i think that's the next logical place to take this is this is an investment from microsoft or probably one of a couple reasons they want to increase the you know what's the fancy tech word monthly average users um mm -hmm. of their platform uh they want to make sure that the platform's growing so it looks good because monthly average users or daily average users is how you monetize your platform that's how you get money from advertisers that's how you get people to pay attention to you all that stuff um and i think that this is a uh, this is something we've talked about before but i think it's really interesting that it's only one person yeah um because as much as everyone loves ninja and i do think that he has a core community that's going to follow him over there my concern in the long term is like folks will go man like that that site's dope but i don't really see myself going over there every single day because a vast majority of my other viewing habits are on this other website 
Right. I use the example on the jam of like prime subs don't work on Mixer. Yeah, there's so, no prime subs on Mixer. Yeah. Um, and your, your prime sub that you are using doesn't work. So you're going to want to kind of, so a lot of people are going to want to follow that. And, you know, Lupo and Courage. And Do you think that's Tatman. a stronger driver of people's viewership than, I mean, apparently than I think? I believe his demographic captures a lot of um okay. prime subs that's fair yeah, yeah yeah and i think that's a fair assessment um i also think that the demographic of the game that he is most known for also you know deals in prime subs a lot um, True. but those prime subs are going to disperse across twitch those are not people that are now going to come to mixer and and purchase a subscription that's a very that's a very good point <laughs> that right. i hadn't considered yeah, um, that, that's why I keep saying prime subs don't work on Mixer because those people, you know, at one point Ninja had more prime subs than anybody. Uh, his yeah, like biggest on sub list was because of Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my thought process is to follow that down the rabbit hole that he probably had a significant amount of prime subs when he left, which made up a large chunk of his viewership. Uh, because the whole point of it is for free, I can get my name to pop up on Ninja's screen. Um, those will go elsewhere now. Those are not coming to Mixer. That's very, I mean, that's a good point. Um, <clears throat> so in my mind, I feel like the most, when you talk about viewing habits, when you talk about stuff like, you know, prime subs, which is actually not something I thought heavily about before. Um, and how badly, uh, <laughs> oh, there's so much shit to talk about. Um, So let's go. Let's go here first. Viewing habits are spread across like large groups of people. People have like five or six channels they might like to watch over the day. Um, And I think that a better move by Mixer or Facebook or anyone who is interested in making this kind of move is you can't just grab one person. Yes. You need need the team. The community. Right. Like everyone loves LeBron James, but if he's going to win a championship and I guess I suppose you could debate this. But he does need four other bodies on the basketball court in order to make that happen. Yes. Um, and so, <laughs> so I know certain some fast basketball people are like, no, nah, you know what? They can do it all by his fucking self. Um, but I think in a lot of ways that is a necessity um, because if you wanted to truly capture, like I think that if Mixer would have made this move um, a year ago, and they would have picked him up when he was literally like the biggest thing on the planet. Not saying he's not important now, chat. Don't like get weird because everyone's really excited for him. Like in industry, I don't know anyone who is not happy for him because it's a big deal. But if Mixer's goal and Microsoft's goal was to truly like try and dominate the space and they only wanted to grab one person, I feel like that window closed last year. And I felt like the effective move going forward for them would have been okay well we need to get like the top 20 Fortnite broadcasters on twitch if we really want to make a big splash so do you think that mixer made a mistake by not bringing on more people a mistake no okay but could they have benefited would it have been a better efficient manner yeah Yeah. it would have been a better deal if they got more people because more people would have made the switch uh you have to remember there's a tribe mentality regardless of whether you want to admit it 
uh, the majority of where you go for your follows or for your people you follow and people you sub to is where you're going to spend the most time. And what that tribe mentality means, like that's where you're going to go. So Mixer or, mm-hmm. or Ninja going to Mixer, the tribe mentality still exists in a lot of people. Regardless, I'm not talking about bleed purple. I'm talking about normal ass people that are not like married to a platform. Uh, those people are still going to be like, well, you know, like I subscribe to 10 other people here. So yeah. this is still where I'm going to spend most of my time. There's a lot. Yeah. So I, I feel like I feel like this is a great first step. Um, and I'm happy that and I guess this is a good time to talk about this too. Um, if anyone is wondering why Ninja moved, like, why would you do this? It's crazy. One, Kevin and I love you and would love to be that naive again at some point in our life. Um, <laughs> two, it's a lot of fucking money. Um, there is a lot of money in the space. Um, dad, my dad, uh, texted me again this morning. There is an article in the August, um, uh, episode or August Forbes magazine arguing that the next place that all of the tech giants are going to be attacking with large levels of spending is the live streaming space. And this Mixer Ninja thing was their text test case. They were like, see, look, they're, they're all ready to spend now to compete for consumers dollars. Um, so going forward, I think that this kind of a deal might become a lot more commonplace than it is currently. Um, there's also a third factor and that is uh the slow moving away from Fortnite, which i'm sure the thought of it at this point makes him sick to his stomach and going back home to halo. uh my halo yeah uh and i'm sure that's how this conversation started is he wanted to do stuff with halo and it turned into a mixer conversation um i guarantee you there will be a ninja branded uh xbox for the new xbox I guarantee you he's going to do really cool stuff in the Halo space with Microsoft, with 343. Uh, and he will slowly transition away from Fortnite and his viewership will go down and it won't matter because he has a contract and he's set and he's happy. And I'm sure he's going to stream less in about two months than he was on Twitch. I mean, I know I would. <laughs> I would too. Once you once once there's <coughs> a contract in place, chat, there is definitely... Um, um, <laughs> I streamed more when I moved because yeah. I went to a full-time status, but I still stream less than my business partners and everyone else because I a, am I'm trying to build, you know, side things, many, many other things. And I'm the, you know, driving uh, person physically behind a lot of that stuff. So I have to be available. And two, it was like, I have this, this deal in place. Uh, and it's, you know, my deal's good for two years. It ends in March of next year. Uh, and, um, you know, uh, there's a secu- there's a level of security here. So cool. You know, like I don't mind going to my son's school thing because yeah. it's okay. I can, I can leave that day and leave early and it's not going to be the end of the world. And this is, this is where I think it gets really interesting is that the level of security that Kevin's talking about and that Ninja is no likely now enjoying is something that no one in the streaming space, unless they have a contract, actually has. And this is why I think Ninja's move is so, one of the biggest reasons why it's so monumental is because 
a lot of broadcasters on every platform they like work themselves into a state of insanity um to stay relevant um and eventually there's a depreciating return on that right like you're going to either burn out you're going to suffer some sort of health you know emergency some people have died from streaming too much it's happened a few times um and there is a huge difference between saying like okay you can get you will get x amount per year guaranteed with a bonus a performance bonus or something as long as you meet these bottom line deliverables uh in order to produce content for us and saying good luck i hope you stay relevant and keep making my platform money uh so having salary-based streaming paid for by platforms is huge because and this is uh this is one of Corey's analogies you don't sign like a uh you don't sign a star quarterback and only pay them every time they get a touchdown like no quarterback would take that deal they tell you to go fuck yourself and then they go somewhere where they get paid no matter what and they have a bonus based on performance um so I think that Ninja, being arguably the biggest person in this space, taking a deal like this and opening up the conversation in an incredibly visible way is going to eventually lead to every single one of these live streaming platforms coming on board and talking with their top creators to make sure that they don't lose all their talent. The sad thing, too, is, yes, it's trending towards that way for top creators, and that's True. awesome. But the other thing the platforms are neglecting to do is cultivate talent yeah like look at look at someone like big cheese yes that dude is like he's our favorite guy to talk about because he's so goddamn great he's good at, <laughs> at what he does to like obscene levels like yeah I, why he doesn't have five thousand people in his stream <laughs> doesn't make every any time sense i watch him i every time i watch big cheese i think Man, I fucking suck at streaming. Yes, yes, that's what I think too. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think too. But I look at that and it's like, Twitch, you should be offering that man a paid contract with performance incentives mm -hmm. and he should be on your front fucking page once a week. Like they yeah. don't invest in talent and, and they don't protect their talent. And I'm not saying Twitch, I'm saying platforms. Yeah. Like they, those are the two major deciding factors that I think will... will pave the way for for this industry going forward who's going to invest in talent and who's going to protect their talent yeah and that's and and this is uh this is something that i started talking about or we all started talking about almost god fuck three years ago it was three years ago chat i'll be open about this because there was no ndas that i had to sign it was just an email that showed up in my inbox um three years ago like someone from someone representing facebook emailed me and said, Facebook's interested in acquiring creators. Would you like to talk? So this is a conversation that these big organizations that move really slow have been having for three years, even though it wasn't present, right? Like it wasn't public facing. These conversations happen in back rooms and, and they have to make sure that, you know, the people they're talking to is um, people you're talking to are trustworthy. So, you know, when that was happening, the uh, it made me realize that one of the things that is fundamentally different about live streaming and any other form of content that you're putting out on the internet is that live streaming is most effective when it is live, and that is temporally restrictive, which is very new for the internet. And I'll tell you what that means. If you make a, I can make a video right now and put it on YouTube, you can enjoy it right now. You could enjoy it a decade from now. 
the live stream, this environment, this chat, this um, this conversation I'm having with Kevin to be fully engaged with it, to experience it in its true shape. It's only happening right now. And when it's done, yeah, it'll be on the VOD. Yeah, it'll be on the podcast. And there's some sort of passive consumption. But when it's live streaming, it's happening once. And that's restrictive, which means it has a lot more value um, in a whole bunch of different ways. So I think that's why these big you know, companies are starting to chase down and have conversations that are so fundamentally different than like a YouTube MCN might have. Um, so I'm, so when I realized that and that everyone was going to start spending all this money, um, I was kind of hoping that this would be the eventuality that some, that eventually these larger broadcasters, these larger streamers would start getting contracts because once this starts happening, now the content creator who technically has the most power in the situation because you can't have a content creation platform without people making content on it, or like you can, and it goes the way of MySpace or like Smash Cast or Hitbox or like name <laughs> any other defunct uh, social media site that you can think of. And without that, you're not like, without users, without content creators, without people engaging with your content, you don't have a platform no matter how much money you invest into it. Oh my God, Hitbox. Yeah, exactly, right? Remember remember, like seven years ago whenever Twitch would go down? Well, fuck it, I'm moving to Hitbox. And then they gave everyone <laughs> on Hitbox a sub button. Man, what a wild time. Um, so the, the content creators have a very powerful negotiating tool. And I think that's another reason why it took so long for things like this to start happening. Because once one of these businesses opens the Pandora's box of pay-to-play you know, buying people and putting them on the platform, then everyone has to start doing it. Um, and I think it'll be really interesting to see Twitch's response going forward, which leads me to the next question. Kevin, do you think that Twitch, sh what do you think Twitch's appropriate response for this should be? From a moral standpoint or a business standpoint? From both. Business? Mm-hmm. Don't do anything. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing and show that it was like, didn't mean anything. See what happened? The largest streamer on our platform left and nothing happened. Yeah. Uh, from moral standpoint, you know, come out and say, we wish Ninja all the best luck, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, play nice. But yeah. uh, they're a business. And, you know, Daddy Amazon wants their ROI uh, on their very large and intelligent investment. Sure. Uh, so they're going to just continue business as usual and, you know, just do their thing. Yeah, I think that I think that Twitch is going to wait a while before they do anything. Um, if, 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 if there's this sudden bleeding of top tier content creators, then they'll do something. And you but see, that's the... just Ninja and one or two other people. They ain't going to do anything. Yeah. And you see. <clears throat> Um, and you see that is the, uh, say that again, Kevin, I got distracted because somebody sent me a message. If it's one, if it's one or two or even three more, uh, top tier people, mm -hmm. probably not going to do anything. If right. you're talking five and then they start to be in, you know, similar communities and it looks like they're going after a specific 
target audience. Style. Yeah. Yeah, like like let's say they went after, you know, the entire Warframe directory mm-hmm. and decided to take everyone that streams Warframe like two months before Warframe content drop and and like twelve people like, I'm moving to Mixer, are you coming too? That yeah. would be a problem. Uh, and even then, because Warframe's probably not that popular of a game on Twitch's radar, mm-hmm. they probably still wouldn't do anything. So yeah. it'd have to be like Fortnite or League of Legends and you know, like let's say they bought the top ten League of Legends guys like Cutie Pie and a bunch of other ones. Yeah, that would be a serious issue, and they would have to address it then. Yeah, so I think that's what I was going to say. And but you 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 plugged the hole before I uh, I got to it. I other big content creators plug in the hole, bud. Uh, <laughs> other other big content creators aren't just going to up and leave Twitch without a deal. Even um, mid tier, like there's yeah. there's stability. Yeah, because Twitch has the, the Twitch has the power of the sunken cost in this situation. Like anyone who's been building on Twitch for a long time and that has gone full time, so someone of value for another platform, um, <laughs> that person won't leave their paycheck at Twitch unless there's a guarantee that they'll get at least that somewhere else. And a smart business person would tell you to negotiate for more. Because there's risk associated with everything that you're doing, right? Yes. I mean, you, you could end get, your career by moving. Yep. And you should get compensated at least, you know, until you can get back on your yeah. feet. So um, you should probably get two, three, four, five years, if you can, worth mm-hmm. of money for moving because, you know, God forbid it doesn't work out. And then at least like, you know, I got paid and, you know, I'm okay for a few years. Yeah. Um. So the DM that I got <laughs> from someone that I trust um, is apparently Mixer is also having conversations with Dr. Disrespect, um, which is very interesting uh, <laughs> because he, uh, well, there was like two years ago, he tweeted at yeah. them and everyone was like, oh shit, Doc coming to Mixer, blah, blah, blah. And, and that was the other, I guess, and then this is, I guess, this is just like rumors of news from people who are in industry. But the other side of Ninja Moving is now that it's been done once, it is, it is, you can replicate it. I mean, and also, how many people just reached out now through their various channels? Oh, to yeah. Be like, can I get a deal too? Exactly. Ben, at least 15 people texted me over the past 72 hours asking for introductions you yeah that was the other side okay now that, now that we're all, now we're we're through the the weeds i guess how much interest from content creators like has this generated for you kevin like i said at least 15 people have asked for introductions to staff do you feel I, like uh if i feel like it's not gonna bite me in the ass i make the intro <laughs> are these people that have like spoken to you before previously or is this all like one person has asked in the past the rest crap. are all new so 14 people who've never even thought about it before have spoken to you ish ish yeah. that's wild so a question I've been I've, I've answered this question a lot but it's relevant to the conversation if Mixer offered you a contract what would you need to move I think that the safe bet for anyone, and this is, I guess, this is the educational part. If you're a broadcaster and you're listening to this, 
I'll be really direct. You should get what your value is and you should make sure that you are secure for, like Kevin said, the next three to five years. Because you're you are literally you're taking this contract as part of an advertising bet that the place you're going to end up is going to exist in longer than five years. So exist past the term of your contract, right? Whatever it might be. So one of the one of the conversations I had with Omid too to add to that was yeah. when you know, because I wasn't with OPG when I moved over, but yes. Omid was still assisting my move. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he told me, he's like, this is a two-way street. Make sure they know that in every conversation. They are not acquiring you simply to have you bring, you know, uh, monthly active users and attention to the platform. They are acquiring you because you're talented and they also need to give you the push to hit, you know, the goals and things that you need to do. This is a two-way street. It is a business deal and everyone is supposed to benefit from it. Yeah. So make yeah. sure like when you're discussing things, it's not, oh, thank you for doing this. It's mm-hmm. yeah. Make sure that, you know, you hold up your end of the bargain, too. Yeah, because it it's very easy to be in negotiations with somebody, especially if you're not business savvy, which uh, Kevin mentioned OPG and uh, that's online performers group. If you're listening and I am absolutely positive that Omid or someone who works there um would be happy to talk to you if you have a deal like this on the table and review your con review your contract um because they fundamentally believe that this this stuff has to be done correctly or content creators lose the fight that actors lost and that musicians lost and that artists lost decades ago 50 years ago 100 years ago where the people who are making the content are the people who are making the least amount of money um and OPG, one of the reasons Omid started that business is because he saw broadcasters getting screwed and he was sick of it. So uh, they're more than happy to help because every contract that is good moves the industry forward in the right direction. And every contract that sucks shit is one more opportunity for everyone to just get fucked in perpetuity because it's just the way it goes. <clears throat> So that's uh that's incredibly important. So if you're if you're getting into one of these conversations, which are going to happen more and more frequently, um, know your value, advocate for it, don't back down um, on what you know you're worth, um, and realize that you have just as much power in a situation as anyone else in the room, no matter how they try and make you feel. Because um, <clears throat> if you don't, you're going to end up with something that could potentially really ruin your life. Um, you know, we've, you know, I've, I've seen contracts before and whether it's something like this or something like any other online activation as an influencer, uh, there is some shit in there that is fucking mind boggling and doesn't make any goddamn sense and has no, like, doesn't belong in a contract, you know, whether it's like boiler, like, a bunch of boilerplate language that belongs on contracts that have nothing to do with your job. Like, you know, let's say they're trying to bring you on and all of the language referencing you treats you like a consultant instead of, you know, an influencer or as a creative. It opens you up to a lot of potentially sticky legal situations. It's cre- it's super duper important to make sure that you get your contracts reviewed and it's done correctly, no matter what it is. <clears throat> so um we covered that we covered ninja uh 
what is the general feeling like of all of the folks at Mixer right now about what's been going on? Um, there's a few things. Some people, you know, the, the small percentage that are like, you know, like, oh, you didn't love Mixer before. Well, don't bother coming now. We don't want you, which is like, oh, okay, there person. No, not true. Uh, mm -hmm. There's, you know, the probably where I sit, which is the let's wait and see what happens. This is pretty cool. It's nice mm -hmm. to see the the PR from this, you know, and obviously ninjas, Tyler's a good dude. He's a great know? guy. We've worked with him in the past with guardian con and, you know, I, I'm happy to have him over there to tell you the truth. And yeah, it's more eyes on the platform. So that's cool. Um, and then, uh, <clears throat> there's the other side of the spectrum where it's like, Oh my God, I am going to quit my job. I'm going to leave Twitch as an affiliate and go stream on Mixer full time now that Ninja's over there because that's the way forward. Mm -hmm. Or the Mixer partner that is just like, this is going to change everything. Like, we <laughs> are going to Twitch with our 6% market share and, um, you know, just bury them in the ground because Ninja's here now. This is, this is it. This is, and I saw a lot of that the other day uh, and I was like, okay, let's all calm down. Let's, that's let's level our head off. Um, one one thing I think that is interesting that will come to Mixer uh, now is, and we, we talked about this on the jam briefly, but um, sp I think sponsors now will have just that little extra push they needed to realize validation. the legitimacy, yeah. yeah, of what's going on over there, and that you know it, it'll be a little bit better for getting sponsored work for someone like me that has the numbers, has the metrics, and you know I can request front page for a sponsorship deal, but you know when we hear that they want to spend money, you know, at OPG and they're like, yeah, 90% on, on Twitch and then 5% on Facebook mixer. Like, no, no, yeah. just dump all hundred percent into to Twitch and that's the way we'll do it. And then, you know, I lose the deal. Little Tim loses the deal. So, yeah, well, that's, you know, and I think that that's the <laughs> other, like that's the other side of everything is that when big companies want to work with Ninja, they have to work with mixer now. Um, which means that, that person who's been avoiding the tough discussion with their bosses or whoever is like, look, it's not just Twitch anymore. Yeah. Um, and in that way, I think it is going to be really transformative um, for anyone who's on the platform trying to get sponsored work or validation. It's kind of no better way to get it than what they did. Um, so the other question that's showing up a lot in chat and uh, the one that we were going to get to eventually was... Does this change where a broadcaster should start streaming or start making content if they are new or if they are interested in getting started? Um, and my, my answer to that is currently unchanged. I think that you should check out every streaming platform that exists. You should see which one has the tools that you want to use, the kind of community that you want to build and has the accessibility to growth that makes the most sense to you. You know, a year and a half ago, I told a lot of people that streaming on Mixer or Facebook was a great idea because everyone thought that both of those platforms were fucking jokes. Why would you stream on Mixer when there's Twitch? Why would you stream on Facebook when there's Twitch? Um, and now, uh, you know, some of those people have built pretty incredible careers over on those other platforms because they went and they put their stake in the ground while things were growing and despite ninjas move over to mixer it is still very new and there is a lot of space to grow uh as long as the platform continues to exist which is you know 
one of the things we talked about, but like Kevin is pretty much the only variety broadcaster that exists on Mixer. That's not true. <laughs> Kevin is the only variety broadcaster that has seen decent numbers on Mixer. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a few. Uh, I, I, to I'm not trying to that, dumpster on your community, Kevin. I'm trying to tell people that there's space. There's space. There's plenty of it. Uh, and and I'll, I'll give you my two cents. To, to counter what Ben's saying and refine it a bit more, mm. I'm one of the only variety people that has... A, a decent amount of success without playing any BRs. There you go. That's the BRs. right way to say it. Yeah. I don't get in the space. I don't, you know, I did a meme stream as Chet, the Fortnite kid, this guy. Hey, you mother. But um, that was my, uh, my, my one time I played Fortnite. And I still have to do it because it was a charity incentive. Sure. Um, For Apex and what was the other one, guys, that we're doing? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Uh, there's plenty of. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Either way, uh, my opinion has changed slightly since the last time I did Broman Podcast and we talked about coming to Mixer and starting out. And I'm not saying no, don't come. I'm saying at this point, you need to look hard at what you're trying to do and accomplish. Uh, I think the space has never been more ripe for streaming as a part-time gig. Mm -hmm. I think it's the best it's ever been for that. Um, 100%. You know, you have a family, you work nights, you want to stream from, you know, nine to midnight, uh, Monday through Friday, or maybe take a few days off, do a long one on the weekend, whatever works for you in, in, in your schedule. Uh, uh, and then you need to look at how you want to build that and how you want to monetize. I think a part-time streamer on a mixer or Facebook is probably the best it's ever been. I think if you're looking for quick monetization and you have some sort of community, maybe you come from a podcast, maybe you come from something else uh maybe look at twitch because monetization options off the bat and getting that sub support might be something you're interested yeah. in which um, is the easiest way to pay for your hobby by doing your hobby yeah if that's yeah, what you're never interested know. in yeah. you never know you might pop off uh it's been it's it's harder to get partnered on twitch than it's been um in a while Definitely. probably since a little bit after i got partnered uh not nearly as hard as when ben got partnered but um <laughs> yeah it's 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 the hardest it's ever been but you have those early monetization options through the affiliate program which you know now that it's been three years with affiliate or two years two and a half i don't remember exactly how much yeah. probably three uh it, it's 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 a bit more regular like no one's sitting here complaining like you stole all my subs and blah 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 it's just part of the game now um and uh you know the similar things are coming to mixer we don't know the details on it yet but you know monetization is going to be a bit more open there as well mm -hmm. so we'll see how that plays out because i don't have the answer for that because i haven't seen it played out so we got to see what happens there first but yeah assess your needs assess your wants assess your goals and then make an educated decision and if you still feel like eh, you know i'm starting out and i'm not sure use a restream for three months and see where the ball lands yeah. that's the yeah. best advice i can give you don't use it for for like two years just use it for 90 days and see where the ball lands and if it's youtube cool you might have something special there yeah <laughs> who knows um, god youtube youtube streaming's actually been really interesting it's grown a lot since they took since they they sunsetted youtube gaming and just made it youtube again yeah. um there's been an incredibly large amount of growth um on youtube from streaming and just making gaming content there in general yep yeah. <clears throat> what was that program name? 
program. Oh, Restream.io. Um, There's another one too that. Uh, that uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. I can't remember. There's another one out there though that works with Facebook, and you don't have to pay. Yeah. Caster, thank you, Dad. Caster.io. Caster.io. Nice. Yeah, so there's a there's a there's a there's there are some options to multi-stream, you know, if you are interested in. Um, uh, and yeah. and something that people have brought up on my stream now that they're finally looking at Mixer, even though I've been telling them to go watch Kevin for years, and I know who <laughs> you are, and you're all pieces of shit. Uh, <laughs> people have gone over to yeah, people. <laughs> that wasn't nice. Uh, people have gone over to Mixer and they'll say things like. Oh, wow, chat's really interesting. Or, wow, this Sparks thing is dope. There are fundamental platform-level differences between Twitch and the other places that you consume content. At the beginning, it wasn't really more than just, like, a different location, like a different URL to type in. Um, but now there are, there are legitimate systems and methodologies and ways they approach things like chat and community and interactivity and advertising yourself and growth that are different than Twitch. You know, the, the two biggest yeah. things I like to highlight is, you know, Mixer has the Spark system, which is like a site-wide currency that you can earn um, to support broadcasters. It's been changed a little bit recently, but it's still very unique and different and gamifies the chat experience and allows people in chat to connect with the broadcaster and the stream and each other a little bit more. And Facebook has advertising, <laughs> which you can't do on any of the other platforms without either taking an ass load of social um, uh, flack for it or, uh, you know, creating some sort of incident spending $10,000 or more or however much it fucking costs to run ads on, you know, Twitch or Mixer. Uh, but on Facebook, you can advertise yourself until you're blue in the face. It's the first thing they recommend you do anytime you post anything on the on the site now. Um, so it's very universally accepted. So that kind of covers. Is there any is there any big things that have changed? You know, anything else that you want to discuss, Kevin, before we ask a couple no. of questions from folks or get a couple of questions from folks? I'm down down for questions. You know, I'm, I'm not really a platform loyalist, if you will. Yeah. You know, if 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 things changed on Mixer and I didn't like them, uh, I would probably give up my my full time and figure out what the next step is. Uh, but I'm I'm currently, you know, I was over the moon when I first went there, and you know, uh, I don't like some of the changes they made, but I'm I'm on board because I understand why they were made. But uh, I enjoy what I do. I love what I do. I often say on stream, like sometimes I feel like I'm doing it on borrowed time because of my age and everything we have going on. So mm -hmm. uh, I know I'm not going to do it forever, but I'm just enjoying the ride. Um, and I, I feel like one thing that I always put out there to people is you're, you, you're not going to be Ninja. You're not going to be Dr. Disrespect. You, that one person out there out of the millions might be, but you know, find your cadence, find what works and, and you can monetize your hobby. Like at the worst case scenario, you make some friends and you pay for a couple of video games over the course of a year. Is that so bad? Um, so take streaming seriously, but don't take it seriously. Does that make sense? Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, that, that's, Make your best yeah. content. Be who you are. Yeah, that, the, that's that's the best advice I can give someone who's okay. trying to figure the whole thing out. Don't stress about platform. 
Uh, like I said, worst case scenario, do 90 days of restream and see where the ball lands and run with the ball. That's it. Since everyone is asking, I'll ask before someone asks. Which, sure. by the way, Chad, if you want to ask a question, you can hop in our Discord. You can uh, you can hop into the Ask Broman waiting room, get on voice, and then we'll, we'll get you in here. And you can ask your question for me and Kevin about whatever you want, but we'd like to be on topic. Um, what is the change that was made to Sparks? Because it used to be direct monetization, and now it's different. Yep. So um, originally, Sparks would fill up this crystal, uh, and it had different tiers of payouts. So you got Sparks for free just from watching a channel if you subbed or you hung out in certain channels, it would multiply your uh, intake of Sparks. Um, and uh, now, basically, the Sparks are uh, Embers multipliers. Embers are basically our version of Bits. Uh, so, starting Tuesday, actually, that hasn't started yet. Uh, so, if you if you give me $25 in Embers and the multiplier is at, let's say, four times, because I don't know what the max is, Mm -hmm. uh it would turn out to be a hundred dollars instead of 25 dollars. that's pretty solid it is i also don't know what the intake rate is on that for sparks like is it going to be ridiculous is it not so like talk to me in a few months and i'll let you know where i stand on it fully yeah that's a but either way yeah. like wh what are you going to complain about like oh they're taking away the free like it was free come on please it yeah, was going to end wasn't gonna be point. free forever max at 25 percent increase I knew that. I wasn't sure if that was public news yet or still NDA. Well, that's what everybody in chat is screaming right, at so me, NDA, so I assume someone the, either... The NDA was lifted. It's so 25%. Yeah, well, it's either, been, it's either been lifted or broken, but or everybody it knows. Broken. It's public, folks said. Okay, cool. On the blog. I don't, read, I don't read the blogs. Chat reads it for me, and then they bring it up. Yeah, they bring up whatever's changed. Awesome. Yes. Um... The people asking why I don't stream on Mixer or why Mixer streamers don't stream on Twitch or why Facebook streamers don't stream on whatever, blah, 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 blah. Contract exclusivity still exists. Yeah. Um, which Actually, is... if you stream on Mixer, you can stream other places. Yeah. I still think they should change that. My contract, mine, doesn't mm -hmm. allow me to, to, to restream my content, so yeah. I have to stream on Mixer. <laughs> yeah. Does it, let me rephrase. Doesn't allow me to restream my content to Twitch. To Twitch. Yeah, yes. I think, um, you know, and I, I think that also, like, eventually, chat, even if you have an open contract, it's going to benefit you more to focus on one community than try and manage 100 all at once. I have yeah. yet to see somebody effectively juggle um, multiple platform streaming, and yeah. I honestly don't think it would be worth the effort in the long term to take on that burden. I think multi-platform streaming is reserved for special events. And, yeah. Uh, you know, like we do it with Guardian Con. Yeah, exactly. But it works in that realm. That's why we do it. Mm -hmm. 100%. All right. So we don't have anybody in uh, in the waiting room to ask questions. So we've got, uh, we got, we got a little bit of time. So, Chad, if you have a question, you can just type it in there if you want um, about any of this stuff. Uh, something like side business, since, you know, Kevin and I, own businesses uh king's coast launched the achievement hunter roast called achieve this week which was fucking awesome so if you yeah, haven't if you have not checked out the achieve roast um with achievement hunter and rooster teeth uh i would highly recommend you check it out it's really good and then like right after they announced that those dudes were on fucking shark week yeah <laughs> which is just nuts um 
I also noticed that Genlock, which is like one of their animated shows, uh, is was on is on Adult Swim. Yeah, I they're a lot larger than I remember them being because I kind of stopped following super closely. Like they inspired me to start creating content, so I started creating content, um, which doesn't leave you a lot of time to consume other content. Um, but I had no idea how much they've just continued to grow their business. It's absolutely fucking wild. Yeah, they've 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 blown up over the years. Um, like, yeah, the fact that they're on Discovery Channel, the fact that you know their their animated stuff is on Adult Swim is kind of fucking wild. Um, since Ninja moved to Mixer, do you think more streamers will try and move away from Twitch? That's kind of what this whole episode's been about. So you can go back and listen to it if you want more bird. But the short answer to that is absolutely. I think more people will be interested in trying other places. But this has happened before. Uh-huh. And when they don't get what they want, they run back to what they're comfortable with regardless of. Mm-hmm. So like somebody will do it for a month or two and they'll be like, this didn't go the way I planned and leave. And then they still have, you know, the same amount of viewers elsewhere. And it's like, well, don't play ping pong, like pick something and work with it regardless of where you're at. If that's what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, CD Zimmy, uh, Kevin and I just said that when you're starting, you should absolutely try streaming on every platform. So, um, I agree with you. Uh, 90 days. Yeah. Yeah. Early days stream on as many places as you want, but eventually you have to pick a home. Um, but thanks for trying to start a fight smile. Uh, do you think it's better for content creators long-term if there was not direct monetization for consumers and instead stabilities via contracts? I think that everyone operates differently um, and that some people are motivated by uh, <clears throat> some people are motivated better by the hustle and some people are motivated better by security. And I think honestly, the best answer would be somewhere in between. Um, I would rather make less money and be secure. Yeah. Then, you know, have my, income fluctuate ridiculously and make more money some months yeah and i feel like i'm not alone well wild fluctuations in incomes are crazy you know you can have a month over month or you can have a year over year month over month change of like 80 percent. so like imagine showing up and doing your job january last year and then january this year but this year you did the same amount of work and got paid 20 percent of what you got paid last year because that yep. happens in streaming all the fucking time. Uh, I'd rather uh, get like an average of like 75% of what overall what I made and just like that every month. Cool. Um, oh, cool. All right. Hey, speaking of this guy. Hey, what's up, Cheese? Oh, hello there. How are you guys? Hey, we were saying lots of nice things about you earlier. Not me. I was I being, heard. Oh, I was that's really good. That's it, good. Cheese. I was being really mean. So, so what I, you got? I, a, you got a question? <laughs> uh yes i do have a question um okay. as far as being a starting streamer like i just start and i do this restream or caster what will mm-hmm. be the best resolution and uh kbs per second that i need to start off with 30 frames 720 like if you're starting or are you like looking like, for like I, the the best quality i'm looking for like the the average quality that will be on all platforms as far as me being on restream or caster Gotcha. 30 frames, 720. 3720. You can do up to 60 uh 
you can do up to 60 fps um nine like 900p with via restream i know it some that pretty well some platforms don't like it though oh mixer doesn't like that no 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 mixer loves it but like i i back in the day i used to try it and i've tested it before just to see what it does and you know like i'll push out 1080 or 900 and it'll work on one platform mm. but the other platform's like no 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 what are you doing why are you doing it like this this is because it's going through some weird ass yeah. server Gotcha. 720 seems to be the comfy one. Why not 720 60? Well, you can do 60, but most uh, there's some platforms don't, you know, let entry level folks go at 60, 60 per second. Right. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I was asking is because there are, you know, certain channels that don't have the options for like 180, 360, 720, 1080. Yeah, transcoding. And when yeah. You, yeah, so there's no transcoding on different channels. So it's like, what would be like the best way to start off as far as like, you no, know, nobody like, buffering or anything like that in general you say 720 30 yeah i'd say so uh yeah okay so so 720 the reason kevin would say 20 720 30 there is probably because the up the upload you'd want to use would be like 2500 to 3000 mm-hmm. that's like that's pretty much gone unchanged most people can enjoy a stream at that bit rate i mean yeah, shit three. twitch's bit rate for the longest fucking time was capped at 3500 yeah. like a long fucking time like you wouldn't even be able to stream in, in 1080 because it just would look like ass um but yeah like you know 72030 looks really good at that bit right um because you're you know you're sending out 30 frames and you're getting a decent amount of bit rate behind each one and you're not going to have a lot of people buffering in that situation because most folks can handle a stream that's you know 2.5 down you know if they can watch netflix then they're going to be able to watch your stream in this situation so it makes it at least watchable okay understand noted <laughs> Noted. cool you got any other any other questions follow-ups well uh this, well, this one is for, this one is for kevin here kevin okay yes dear um yes, dear. make sure that um I yes, I will tell you. I will tell you. Don't worry. I know no, what you're about to say. You ain't gonna let me get my question off. God, I mean, I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> do you? Do you? You want to know where we're eating tomorrow? <laughs> I definitely don't want to eat because you know I love to eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Yes, I'll let you know. Love you guys. Thank you very much. All right, man. <laughs> no problem. Cheese. You. you have a good one. Later, bud. Yeah, that's Big Cheese KIT. You should go follow him on on Twitch and everywhere else. He is an incredible guy. Please, he is the that. person that I Kevin and I just said is better at broadcasting than both of us. So please, yep, P- please. Okay, this is Dad Got Game. I know him. H- H- Hello, boys. What's up, Dad Got Game? How are you, dude? I I love this. I love I, we. My wife and I have both been watching the podcast. Like <laughs> we're supposed to be cleaning the house and. We're watching the podcast nice. instead. <laughs> um, so I'm curious. I'm curious. Your guys's take. You talked about the opportunity for like Mixer or Facebook to um, grab talent in the BR space. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of a little bit past, right? It's you well, know, if they would have done that a year cheap, ago. I think it was past. It's still yeah. it's still a great time to do it. But sure, yeah, they, they may have been able to. Um, they might have had a bigger opportunity earlier. Yes. Maybe six to sure. twelve, right? Sure. 
Um, what are your thoughts on the opportunity to drive games outside of the BR space or for obtaining creators, whether it's worthwhile for Mixer or Facebook to grab creators outside of the space? Kevin talked about the Warframe directory. Yeah, I mean, you could, you'd have to go bit by bit and game by game because like, let's talk Warcraft coming over to Mixer. First of all, you're going to have to deal with the stigma of Xbox if you brought over a right. bunch of people for Warcraft. Second of all, you get Tally. Cool. Well, everyone's just going to go watch Quinn now on 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 uh, Twitch. You would need like the top 20 and some of the ones that don't even speak English. Uh, sure. Gold and all those guys to make a significant impact in a, in a game like that. Let's say Destiny. You would need Corey. You would need Ben. You would need Glad. Like you can't just have one of them. You would need all of them to make an impact. So yeah. it, if you're gonna go after something like that, you got to go after the community as a yeah, whole. Yeah, you have to go community True. shopping and grab every key member of that community. Because the impact that one makes is not going to be the impact that you know five make. make. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Just curious, uh, what your thoughts are on um... chat? You're not allowed to get mad that Kevin didn't list everyone, including your favorite person, before you start. Because I see you <laughs> trying to start, and you do, you do not. You don't. Okay. Don't keep do going. it, chat. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, crap. Never mind. Grab the next person. I completely blanked my question. That's okay. I, I interrupted you. It's my fault. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> all thanks, right. thanks for the time, boys. All right. Bye. <laughs> you dad got game. Um, this is Tullus. I don't know what Tullus wants to ask about, but we'll talk to Tullus. What's up, Tullus? Hello. I am doing well. Um, so, uh, my question, I guess, is in regards to the new acquisition of the, uh, rare drop offices and the expansion of wanting to, uh, begin production and media, I was kind of wanting to know what scale of productions would you be looking to do? Cause I'm, I'm thinking about expanding my skill set even more. Um, and so I figured what better way to choose a topic or at least an area so would it be, I know you guys have mentioned something in similar to Rooster Teeth of having, you know, more content just going out in general, but even would that expand even into somewhat of the uh, uh, TV shows like what they do, animated stuff like Ruby or, or other things like that? We've talked talked about doing series, but mm -hmm. I would say that's, that's probably a year two or three thing down the road just because yeah. of the scale of what it would take uh yeah. we we we've we've talked about uh there's a local team here that basically uh does full-on video production and they've kind of offered our services to partner with us on creating pilots whenever we want so that's been something we've been interested in and going outside the gaming space or the nerd space uh so it really it depends on what it is uh in the immediate yeah, we're going to focus on what we're good at and build out from there. That's that's kind of the plan at the moment. There's nothing specific to go outside the space right now, but there is an idea board in an undisclosed location that has uh, pretty much everything that we've ever mentioned to each other yeah. about. There's also content. like a bunch of, I would consider NDA things that would be future plans that we mm -hmm. just can't talk about publicly. No, of course, of course. But uh, yeah, my my general thinking was if there was an intent to 
quote unquote expanded even into animation and things like that because i mean we've 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 joked about making children's content yeah like kids show yeah, stuff just, the voice sounds like perfect children's content you, you just you get hood rich off that like yeah you ridiculous. get ridiculously rich about off of kids shows this is the dog look at the dog bark look at yeah. the dog it's bark and bark bark this yeah. is a cat and it fucking goes meow look yeah. at the cat Meow, meow, meow. Hey, I just printed a hundred thousand dollars. Three D renders don't even have to be good. Oh, they can be horrifying. That's what we've seen recently with Corey's Adventures into Kid Show Land. That that, that stuff's nightmare feels. Okay, that was uh, I guess my my one question of the year. Your one question of the year. All right, man. Thank you, Tullus. <laughs> right, Bye. Oh, oh no! Okay, I was like, she's not even gonna hang up. Professor Broman's fun, magical fun house. Yeah, dude. I mean, I think that I think that going forward, like we've talked about rare drop a lot, um, and and what our plans for the future are, and we have a lot of them, and unfortunately, any of them are NDA'd, just like the just like the Rooster Teeth thing with you know king's coast and and a lot of other stuff the the bigger the organizations you work with the less you get to talk about it um which is dope but it's less fun for you all because <laughs> we don't get to talk about the the ideas right away sorry um, yeah for reference the idea boards in my house it's literally right there yeah the idea I boards in kevin's house you all didn't all know that them. every single bit of NDA information about our company is literally inches away from Kevin's face every day. Yep. So just, That's you know, tune into Kevin every day and, uh, you know, cross your fingers that he'll fuck up and show the wrong part of the, the, the office. Nah, all cameras point this way, not that way. <laughs> um, the Adventures of Thicko the Clown. I just paid for GCX for 40 years. You probably did. You probably did. Clowns will make a comeback one day, dude, and that's going to be really scary for all of us that know that clowns are terrifying. All right. Um, mean, it, it part two is coming out. It too is coming out soon. All right. I've taken enough of Kevin's time, even though I'm sure he's happy to talk more. Um, but uh, uh, hang on. Oh, there was one question I want to talk about. Sure. Um, and that was... This and this ties into Jackson's question and something that uh, I saw e, uh, earlier. Uh, I stream flight simulators on Mixer. Do you think Microsoft will boost a streamer on Mixer that'll be playing a new flight sim when it comes out? Boost as in putting them on the front page since it's a niche stream. Do you think that it would be a smart business move if they decided to boost those streamers? Okay, that was not the question I thought you were going to ask. Um, I can answer <laughs> Kevin, it. how do you get on front page? Mixer, uh, when last time I was on, it was it was an undisclosed algorithm, and everyone got a chance. Now it's pretty much just partners, and it's scheduled slots that they allocate based on you know usage and popularity, and you know new releases. You can also put in requests, but you have to be a partner to do that. Um, so, short answer, no. Long answer: If you're a Mixer partner jacksons um when the game comes out uh ask your partner manager about how to get front page uh time for flight simulator there you go 
very direct pathways on Mixer to getting the things you want and people you can actually talk to, which is pretty solid. Uh, Streaming Hawk, uh, do you have advice for streamers that don't have a high viewer count but enjoy the game that they stream? I want to become an affiliate, but I don't have concurrent viewers. Uh, keep at it. Network. Talk to other people who stream the same game as you. Get on forums that discuss the game. Get on Twitter threads that discuss the game. Get on Instagram threads that discuss the game. Comment on YouTube videos that discuss the game. And then more people will show up to your stream because they know who you are. And I'm not bullshitting you. It works. <laughs> it works pretty Hi. well. Hi, I'm sitting here because I did that. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Kevin's there. He's literally sitting right there. Community um, member. Hi. Hi. Hi, smile. Hi. Smile. All right. <laughs> That's going to wrap us up uh, for episode 208 of the Broman podcast, um, a.k.a. Ask Broman 95 with Game Magic 101. Uh, Kevin, do you have any parting words? Uh, or you can just give yourself the, the crisp shout out. Uh, mixer.com slash kmagic101, uh, kmagic101, pretty much everywhere else. Twitter.com slash kevinxvision. Check out all the awesome rare drop things because it's awesome. Uh, I have another podcast called The Worst Radio Show. That's should listen to The Worst Radio Show. You should. The last episode was terrible. It's it's one of the most awful places on the internet. It is the worst because it's the worst. (laughs) Um, Um, and I'm Ben. uh, uh, (laughs) Go ahead. No, finish your pitch. Worst radio no, show, I, Kevin. Uh, that was it. I was just gonna say, be excellent to each other. That's be excellent to each other. Good. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Professor Broman. You can find me. I'm at Professor Broman literally everywhere. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. Make sure you check out everything. Check out Kings Coast. We just launched all sorts of new stuff. Um, and if you haven't been on the website in two months, there's a shitload of new stuff. Um, and uh, you know, as usual, the only thing I ask for you to do about this podcast is share it with somebody. Uh, if you want to leave a rating or subscribe to it, that's dope. But share it with someone you think needs to hear it. And that will be all for me. Thank you so much for uh, listening, and I appreciate you. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk to you uh, next time. Bye bye. Bye.